When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Boom, the boys are back. And, uh, you know, just like last year, it started a little early. Um, Actually, last year it started in July. Uh, This year it started the last week of July. And now we are officially, this is the first episode of August. Uh, We're in Blitz Blitz Month, though. Uh, The days of Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday coming without an episode of Bosco's Boys is gone at least through the end of November, maybe through the end of the year, you're getting a show every single weekday. It's been, wow, I guess it's been two full years since he came on. Uh, It used to be the dream college football road trip. He retired from that one. Uh, Last year, we went with Andrew. This year, we went with Philip. But this year, you know, after, I guess it's only a full year away. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Time is weird. But my brother, Alan, is back this year doing the Big 12 Dream Road Trip. We'll get into that here in a second. I'll explain the rules in case anyone wants to play along. But Alan, first and foremost, uh, I think a lot of folks remember you as being a KU fan since the Boneheads last heard from you. You are now a master, and we don't need to say what you're a master of, but you are a master uh, from the University of Kansas, so now a Kansas graduate. But above all, you are probably the best KU football fan I've ever known. How rewarding was last season for you as a fan who was a season ticket holder, I think, starting with, I mean, was it Charlie Weiss your first year's season ticket, or was it Les Miles? 2016, so right when I graduated college, we got season tickets in 16 and been there ever since, but um it's been a while um appreciate you having me on the Bosco boys um last year for being a KU football fan was something special something I felt like I have not I've not felt in a very long time a lot of excitement around the program the things that Lance Leipold's been able to do the players the excitement um being able to go to the bowl game with my friends it's just a feeling that you know I think some college football fans you know not saying K-State but you know maybe they become bowl eligible like I don't really care about a bowl game just even being able to go meant the world to me and just seeing what the future could be for this program I've said it a couple times I think KU may be the most intriguing team this year because there was all that excitement last year um was looking eerily uh close to what, what was it 2009 starting five and0 ending 0-7, it started looking like that. You get that bowl win. Um, where's your head at coming into the season? What What are your expectations, and, and what do you think folks are going to see from KU this year? 
Well, just in general, you bring back a lot on offense, a lot on defense. You bring back experience. Um, you see Jalen Daniels is first team all Big 12. You see Devin Neal, first team all Big 12. And you just get excited to know that the possibilities of having these talented players around with a coaching staff that's capable of, you know, getting them better and maybe getting to a point where, like I said, six wins or five wins or whatever it is is in the normal, but trying to get even past that. But I'm trying to, once again, because we've done this all the time. And I know it's different now, but you see a season, you see some players, you get excited. So the big 12 is still going to be tough. The schedule is not easy. Um, I think a goal to look at again is becoming bowl eligible, uh, even competing even more in some of those games we let slip just a little bit in the second part of the season. But it, like I said, it's just excitement and the sky can be the limit, but we'll just kind of see how it goes uh, game by game. I've heard this on sports talk radio in Kansas city. I've heard this, uh, from some different KU uh, fans who I've heard on different podcasts uh, throughout, uh, you know, the podcast sphere. Uh, and I almost get the vibe that some fans would be disappointed with another six and six season. Um, I, I, again, I'm looking from the outside in. I, if I was a KU fan looking at this team, I'd be like, sign me up for six and six right now. Where do you land on that? If a, if the magical sports genie offered you six and six right now, are you taking it? Or are you l- rolling the dice and letting it fall where it may? Oh my gosh! Well, that makes it hard. So if I automatically snap my fingers at six and six, or I just take what could happen. Yeah. So so it's play it out, or you get that six wins, going to a bowl game, uh, and the bowl game can, anything could happen. So you could have yeah. that first winning season uh, since two thousand and eight, I believe. Right? Yeah, because you yeah. guys went seven and six in two thousand eight. Two thousand seven um, was the Orange Bowl. Yeah, and then we won the inside bowl that year. I think it was like eight and five. Okay, yeah. So it would yeah. be the first winning – have a chance at the first winning season. Yeah. We don't know what would happen in the bowl game, but you guarantee you lock in a bowl game, and we'll just say it isn't the Liberty Bowl. It's a new bowl game. Yeah. Um, I think I would roll the dice just because I think when I look at our schedule, like there's a chance, you know, four and two, five and one just to start. And I know the second half is really tough, but – I think I'd roll the dice. I think we could maybe get seven. Um, obviously, eight would be unreal. I'm not going to say that. But to your comment that you made earlier about KU fans being disappointed in six and six, um, I disagree with that all the way. Like, you need to look at the past 10 years. If you go six and six, sure, you can be disappointed that you don't take another big jump. But you have to realize we're in the Big 12. We have good opponents that we play. Just we're not bowl eligible all the time. This this, this be the second time in like 10 plus years. So I wouldn't take it for granted. If it's six and six, that's great. I just hope those six losses aren't just getting killed. I hope, oh, yeah. hopefully oh, yeah. they'd be close. Yeah. And, and I wasn't saying that you're in that camp. I, I'm just saying yeah. I, I've read, no, I've I listened to a lot. Uh, you hear a lot of it, you know, on Kansas city sports talk radio. And that, that I think above anything kind of says, uh, <laughs> says more than even the win losses from last year that Lance Leipold has, has KU football in a position where there are KU fans out there on the radio, on podcasts, putting it in print that they'd be disappointed with six wins. And I, I think that is wild. Um, looking beyond this upcoming year, an old friend, an old foe, a, a team that you and I kind of remember is, you know, growing up, you know, in a house divided, but always a big eight and big 12 school, Colorado coming back first. Do you kind of remember your thought that first round of realignment when Colorado was the first to leave? And 
do, do you remember your thoughts when that happened? And now are, are you happy to see them come back? What are your emotions seeing uh, the big 12 bringing back the university of Colorado Buffaloes? If I remember, was this like 2010, 11 range? Yeah. Right? So 2010 was the first year without call or was that Colorado's last year? I can't remember now at this point. I mean, it's been so long. I, yeah. I think 09 might have been the last year Colorado was there because 2010 was the last year Nebraska. Then 2011 was West Virginia and TCU. I think mm-hmm. I have that right. Yeah. Well, I could be wrong. The reason I bring that up is just because so that was ago. that was a long time <laughs> ago. I think my initial thoughts were like I was confused about conference realignment. I was like, what do you mean people are leaving the Big 12? Like they can do that. And I was kind of confused because I was like, why would they want to go to the Pac-10? I think it was at the time or whatever. It turns into the Pac-12. I'm like, I didn't really understand it because when I thought of conferences, especially when I was younger, it always was connected to just your surrounding areas and your surrounding states. Colorado is right next to us. It just made sense. And then they left and I was kind of like, okay, like I guess my hatred or my connection for them wasn't like a Nebraska or Missouri, but it was just sad because that's kind of what, started this whole you know people leaving the big 12 you know us adding different teams and it just it wasn't the big 12 that i remember growing up to going going with dad to the big 12 tournaments in kansas city that you did too just it wasn't the same big 12 so they're coming back it's not going to be a 13 team league it's going to be at least 14 i'm on the record saying i hate the number 14 i hope we go all the way up to 16 um but who do you want to see? You know, it, it, do, do you want to see UConn? I, I know myself and some other K-State fans were like, man, if, if it's Colorado and UConn, that's a little disappointing. Uh, do you want, is there teams from the pack that you want to steal as well? What would you like to see the Big 12 do now that they they have Colorado, they're at 13? What In your ideal world, what would you tell Brett Yormark to do? Well, I think if you got to pick like the high market teams or somewhere you'd want to see, like obviously an Arizona would be great. Um, I don't think Oregon would ever come here, but I would enjoy that. Um, I saw it on Twitter. I think it was CDOT too, where it was like Missouri should like take a note or take a hint. And I'm not going to lie. That'd be great. I'll bring them back. I don't care. They can come back. That would be so much fun. But I, UConn would be a little disappointing. I just, like I said, it'd be nice to take maybe a, a higher end Pac-12 school. But, like, if you got, like, Arizona, Arizona State, and then someone else, but I guess that gets you 14, 15, and 16, what your number is. But I don't know. I, just, I want someone who's decent in, decent in football, decent in basketball. We can't really have that drop-off. Like, if we got UConn, what? Like, that makes it weird, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and it's not like Colorado's been good at football. I mean, uh, but again, time. This, this is not like a pot shot at, 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 at KU. I, I promise this is not my intention. But if you look at Power 5 teams – over the last decade, you know, KU's at the bottom, you know, with some others, but Colorado's not that much higher. But you're right, Coach Prime, it's going to re-ig- uh, reignite that fan base. It'll be interesting. I, I think there that there is a shot at Oregon, by the way. I, I think yeah. that there's a chance the Ducks could be coming to the Big 12. It will be interesting to watch over uh, the next, you know, few weeks because I, I think I think it's about a month. I, I think – I think UConn is maybe the most likely, but but man, Arizona would be fun. You know, a, a decent enough football program, a big name basketball program. Um, I don't know. I'm just glad it's not the Big 12 that's dying right now. We that's live. a lot more fun. All right, let's get into the show. But before we do, 
I'm jealous of my brother because he lives right there at the source Manhattan Brewing Company. Instead of being two hours away like I am, he's only about two minutes away. Manhattan Brewing Company, the best brewery in the state of Kansas. Luckily, I can go into different liquor stores throughout the state and get four packs all the time. But anytime I'm in Manhattan, I go straight to the source because they always have 10, 12, 14 different beers on tap, as well as a fully stocked bar full of signature cocktails. I know I can't wait for tailgating season so I can load up my cooler with Manhattan Brewing Company beers. And remember, it's still the summer, at least until that first football game. Every great summer night starts with Manhattan Brewing Company. Alan, you told me you went to the brewery the other day to get a four-pack yourself. What'd you go with? Uh, I got the townie. It was actually Christmas in July. I walked in and they had uh, some Christmas music playing. It was pretty cool. Oh, I love that. I love that. Townie, we, it was the official tailgate beer of the 2022 season. We're running it back. Ta- townie Wheat, the official tailgating beer for the 2023 football season. All right, let's get into it. Tis the season or reason for the season. It's the Big 12 Dream Road Trip. So anyone who listened uh, when I was with Philip, the rules were very simple for the regular Dream Road Trip. You can only see a team play once, nothing else. You can't double up on anyone. Things are a little different for the Big 12 Road Trip. You can see any team up to three times, but you have to see everyone at least once. We'll go weeks one through 13. I'm sure there'll be commentary. We'll figure out which games we're going to together. I would imagine there's a few games that we do see together. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how many. Uh, Alan, before we get started, I'll ask you this, because you're one of the only people who have done both the Dream College Football Road Trip and now the Big 12 Road Trip. Which one of these was tougher for you? Uh, this was much more difficult. Um, some of the matchups, I think I starred four of them that I was kind of like, you know, this is just trying to cross up a Big 12 team. Wasn't necessarily a game I was super excited for, but trying to follow those rules. And I'm not going to lie to you, too. I kind of messed up when I was planning this. I thought you could only see a team twice. Then I re- I read back through the, the text. I was like, thank God. I was trying to switch so many things. But then when I saw the three, I was like, all right, I'm good. It figured out some because I was trying to plug and it was very hard to do too, almost impossible. Yeah. So if it was only two, it it would be I, I think super tough. Yeah. Um. So I, I I'm looking at my tallies right now. There are uh seven teams I'm only seeing once. Uh, actually, eight teams I'm only seeing once. There's two I'm seeing three times, and three I'm seeing twice. And to your point, um, I have like two kind of throwaway games. Um, and both of them are to, to get something in there. I I had a couple things I was switching around. It is a tough exercise and, uh, we'll, we'll talk through it, but I, I marked down four games for me that I had to see, like there, there were four linchpin games that I'm like, all right, I'm filling these in before anything else. Um, and that caused some issues, uh, but it, it'll be interesting to see how many of these we end up at the same. Yeah. And the thing that stinks too is, and I know it's the dream like road trip. I, there are a few places I have to go to twice just because some of those marquee matchups I wanted, I wasn't able to switch some things around. So I'll be going to a few places twice. Yeah. And, and that's fine. That's within the rules. So now that you say this, I, I didn't really look at it. I think there's only one stadium there's only one stadium i'm going to twice 
And ironically, it's back-to-back weeks, and we'll, we'll get there. And, uh, I mean, honestly, it, and it came down to one of these uh, being like have to see uh, – or like I have to like see a certain team. So we'll get into it. Um, let's start with week one. And, um, you know, the, there's a couple of them, and one of them, of course, an incoming team. When I did this, Colorado wasn't part of the dream road trip. I, I might have flipped it around and seen TCU hosting Colorado – uh, just for the hell of it. But I went with West Virginia at Penn State. I think West Virginia is going to be ass. I think that there's a chance Neil Brown is fired before October. Uh, but getting to see one of the big, big 10 stadiums, it's going to be a night game as well. That one was too good for me to pass up. Um, where are you going week one? Uh, I like that pick. I I went with Colorado at TCU. I think that's Prime's first game. You see TCU coming off a national championship, all the transfers Colorado has in. I think it's going to be an intriguing game. Um, so I picked that, and then obviously, you know, the Big 12 connection there too. Is I have two Big 12 teams week one. See, that, that is done. <laughs> that, that's a good point. And also, uh, you know, I, again, I, I could be proven to be wrong. I think there's a chance Colorado's like 2-10 and 10 this year. I, oh, yeah. I think that they could blow up. So getting them in that week one, that is going to be – one of the most talked about games in the buildup. So I like that game. The only other game I considered was UTSA at Houston. Um, I'm not a big believer in Houston. Uh, and I, I do like the Roadrunners. I think Houston could be on upset alert for that game as well. Um, any other week game, one games you thought about? No, this was one that I, when I initially saw that first matchup, I didn't even write any other ones down. I was like, this is it. This is where I'm going. Lock it in. All right. Well, let's move to week two and – Week two for all of college football. This is one of the best weeks in the entire year. Um, we talked about this on, me and Philip did, on the total college football road trip. Week two is one of the best ones. And I do think that it is the best one when it comes to non-con games for the Big 12. Uh, lots of options. For you as a KU fan, Illinois at KU, that could be a massive one. Where did you end up going for week two? Uh, that is a big game. Um, I'm going to KU two other times, so I couldn't do it. Okay, or three other times, couldn't do it. But what I ended up going with was I want uh, Texas at Alabama rematch of last year's game, which I'm pretty sure went to overtime, if I am correct. It wasn't overtime, but Alabama or, kicked a field goal like yes. with three seconds left. Yeah, or whatever. It was a very close game. Um, I think Texas gets killed. Um, I think Alabama's going to come in and be like, all right, you're coming to the SEC next year and just destroy them. Yours goes down, whoever else goes down, and then Manning comes in at the very end. Just kidding. Yeah, so I, I had on my games considered Illinois at KU. I think Utah Baylor could be an interesting one. Does Dave Aranda bounce back? Is Utah going to go back to back to back in the Pac-12? El Asico, Iowa at Iowa State. Um, but I'm going with Texas, Alabama as well. Again, you're getting to see one of those uh, you know famous stadiums outside of the Big 12 footprint. But I disagree with you, and I used to think this was a hot take. I've seen a lot of folks predict it this offseason. I think Texas beats Alabama. I'm, I, I've predicted it a few times. I think Texas uh, has one of the most talented rosters in the nation. Um, I think Alabama, I think they're going to be good. I don't think they're going to be great. I think this is like a 9-3, and 10-2 Alabama team. And I think Texas wins. I think this might be – one of the marquee games of the entire college football season this year. Ooh, hook them. 
I mean, I don't love it, but you know, that's what I'm predicting. Did Uh, you have Oregon and tech is one of your other ones. That was one I almost thought about too. just kind of sliding tech in there just to see a cool Oregon uniform. Yes. Yes. Oregon at tech is also another one. I I forgot to write it down. Uh, And that's going to be a big one to test Texas tech. Where where do you, what what do you think about Texas tech? They've become kind of like a, uh, media darling as a dark horse, kind of getting last year's K-State treatment. Um, are you a believer in Texas Tech? Are they going to make a big uh, jump this year under Joey McGuire? I don't know why. Like, it's been like the past, like, five or six years when I think of Texas Tech. Like, I just think of, like, these very bad KU teams always competing with them. So my respect level for them is just not very high, which isn't very nice. Like I said, and they, and they are getting a lot more love, like being on the upper half of some of these predictions for the Big 12. But I'm just – I'm still not sold. I I got to see him play a little bit first. Do you guys play Tech this year? Yeah, we play Tech. Okay. Is it in Lubbock or is it in Lawrence? Wait, hold up. Do we play Tech? Why does it seem like we don't? Yeah, we do. It's 11-11. It's at home. Okay. Man, yeah. see, it's so weird not playing everyone. I'm yeah, going to well, miss that's why I was like, wait a minute. We play them? Wait, wait, we don't. Yeah, it's just – it's hard. We were so <laughs> spoiled with the easy schedule. Just knowing you're playing everyone. Oh, yeah. It, it, and it just rotates every. Yeah, it, I'm going to miss that a lot. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into week three next. Um, again, th- this one, it, it wasn't tough. Um, K-State at Mizzou. It's the first K-State game I consider going to. I will be there in real life. Uh, a bunch of my old college buddies uh, were, were going to Columbia. Uh, I, I think BYU at Arkansas would be an entertaining game. But it's the first backyard brawl in West Virginia since 2011. Last year's game, West Virginia, even with poopy pants Neil Brown, he should have won that game. Like they they blew that game. They shot themselves in the foot. I think that might be one of the most electric atmospheres in the Big 12 this year. So I'm going to pit West Virginia. Yep, we're going together. Um, backyard brawl. I think that they played it last year, but then there was like a long, what was it? Since they joined the Big 12, they weren't able to have this game. Yeah, so it, yeah. It, the, last year was the first time since 2011, but it was at Pitt. So this is the first time in over a decade this game is being played at West Virginia. And I, I said this, um, I, I've said this before. I actually think that this game, that Pitt West Virginia game, should kick off college football every single year. I think that should be Thursday night to start college football every single year, no matter what. So. Yeah, no, I like that. So is that that's our first one we've gone together? No, no second, we, we, second, second, second. Okay, I, All right, I would be back. shocked. I would be shocked if we're going to the same one here, um, because this is the first one where I I had to think about it. So Pitt West Virginia is the only like kind of pillar game, but I thought the other two for me personally was really a no doubt. I went back and forth on a couple of these. Um, and honestly, in hindsight, seeing how things broke out, I maybe would even switch it. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm locked in. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to see the Iron Skillet in Fort Worth. I'm going to see SMU at TCU. Uh, lots of love. TC- SMU is getting a lot of love because they brought in a ton of former Dallas-Fort Worth uh, transfer portal guys. I think they were picked near the top of the American um, I ended up seeing TCU. Actually, I lied. I had to keep this game. This is the only game I'm seeing TCU all season. Uh, so it has to stay also a super unique, uh, trophy. It's a rusty old iron skillet. 
so that's what I'm going to see. I'm going to see SMU at TCU. Where are you going? So this was a, it, it seems like a filler, but once I give the background story on it, it makes a little bit more sense, at least for me. I'm going Sam Houston at Houston. Uh, the reason for that is needed to knock Houston out. It's my own Houston game. But uh, former Junction City product, Butler product, Qualvez Humphreys actually plays Division One football at Sam Houston. So it was one of those opportunities where it's like, all right, I can go see, you know, former student, former player uh, play against a Big 12 opponent. So I was like, you know what? This is kind of cool. I want to go check that out. That's a great one. And, and again, that that's what's fun about these uh, road trip ones because there, there's different motivations for everyone. So that was a great pick, and I, I applaud that one. Uh, let's go to week five. Uh, this was a relatively easy one for me, but there, but it is a decent week in the Big 12 um, because this is almost where I saw Houston. Uh, but this is but I I'm seeing them a little bit later. Who do you have for week five? So I had the Houston at Tech um, written down, didn't go there. I decided to go Baylor at UCF. Um, wanted to see one of the new Big 12 opponents, wanted to be able to go to their stadium. Uh, just the idea, because I at one point I want to see, until they all leave or come, I want to see a KU football game away at every place. Being able to go to Florida for an, a Big 12 game doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but something I'd want to do at some point, so – had to cross off Baylor, had to cross off UCF. So I'm, I'm going there for week five. So I, I think this is part of the reason why you didn't want to keep doing the Dream College road trip because we think the same uh, for a lot of them. I'm going there too because <laughs> oh, it, here is, we go. <laughs> it is Central Florida's very first home Big 12 game. Now their first Big 12 game is actually on the road the previous week at K-State, but this one – uh, I, I think it's going to be nuts. I, I think Central Florida is getting a reputation as a rowdy crowd. Um, it's sold out like instantly. I think this is going to be a massive one. Um, I have seen every single away. Actually, I haven't been to a game at Baylor's new stadium, but I have seen K-State play at Baylor. So of the uh, current or of the, uh, you know, 10 team era Big 12, who have you not seen KU play a football game at? Uh, it'd be easier to say where I have. We've I've been to Texas. I've been to OU. I've been to uh, obviously K State, and I know that's not a big list, so I only got three. But it's just one of those dreams of like, hey, just wanted to make sure you hit all these spots. Did you say OU? Yes, yeah. OU. OU last. Okay, yeah. And that's... I wanted to make sure I hit those two just because, I, like I said, SEC as well. It's like, well, yeah. they're about to be gone. Yeah, no, that that that's smart. I, I'm done. So now, now I I need the new ones. I'm not gonna lie, and, and I want to get give a shout out. Uh, you know, Mark Porter, so the father of the Porter brothers, uh, my two favorite special teamers, he's down in that Houston area, and he hates that I kind of dog on Houston. Um, that's the one I'm not looking forward to. Wh- which of the four, if you had to power rank, uh, Orlando, Cincinnati, Provo, and Houston, what's one through four of the ones you're looking forward to going to eventually? Uh, that's kind of hard. The thing is, I think about just the travel with it, too. So even though I said I was excited for Florida, that's probably a little bit lower. Um, I don't want to spoil one of my picks for later, but I am going. I'm actually gonna attend one of the new ones this actual uh, football season. Yes, but, and, and and I know which one it is, so I, I should have just kept my mouth shut. I, I should have. We'll, we'll just move secret. on. We'll we'll just move on. <laughs> uh, week six. Um, this wasn't a pillar game, but I figured okay, um, we I might as well. Uh, it's the final time. I'm going to Red River. Uh, before that's an SEC game. 
which how how weird is that going to be the the first time that's played with an sec logo on the field i i i might i will not watch it in 2024 this might be the last time I watch OU Texas. This might be the last Red River game I ever watch. I wanted to boycott this game so bad. I had Tech at Baylor circled at one point. I was like, I'm going to boycott it. We're not doing it. I'm doing it. I'll meet you there. Golden hat. It's it's an iconic game. It's a cool trophy, um, too. Yeah, and I just love seeing the split uh, stadium, too. It just – it's everything about it's awesome. But, yeah, once that SEC gets on there, I – it's going to be tough to watch. Yeah, we'll start with you for week seven. What are you doing on week seven? All right, so week seven, um, I'm going to my first KU game. I'm going KU at Oklahoma State. Um, first off, Boone Pickens, Medium State, Amazing Stadium. Never been, want to go. This is actually one of the, the places actually considered going this year. Um, the Also, the reason I pick it, it's our seventh game of the year. It's just one of those weird, like, this is where we start to transition from, you know, some of those earlier non-con games, some wins, it, schedule gets tough. So I think it's a big game for us, it being away. Um, if we can end up finding a win there, that would be huge for the season. Could potentially be, you know, maybe five or the sixth win if everything goes the way I hope it goes at that point. So I'm going to Oklahoma. I'll, I will I think I'm going to the Friday night game in T-Boone. Um, it's a it's a fun place. I, I infinitely more enjoy the atmosphere at T-Boone Pickens Stadium versus Oklahoma's Gaylord Memorial Stadium. If you're comparing, uh, you know, the two Oklahoma schools, granted, I'm one and oh, Gaylord Memorial uh, in case they beat Oklahoma. I think I'm Owen four for football games in Stillwater. I'm two and oh for Ooh. basketball games, uh, but I'm like Owen four. Um, so I'm hoping this oh, is the year. Um, I'm changing. I, this is the first time I'm seeing K State. So again, we're we we're, we're weirdly in in sync. I'm going to Texas Tech. I'm going to Lubbock. Um, mm. and this is the part of the show where I talk about. And despite, I think this is the only time I'm seeing Texas Tech, which I hate. I because again, I think I, I'm higher on Tech than you are. Um, but Lubbock is not <laughs> this bad place. I know Lubbock gets a bad reputation. I've only been there once. I, I went with Casey. Uh, we drove down from liberal Kansas. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. That sucks. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It, it is tough to get to, but once you're there, I mean, it's just like a city, like it, it's a bigger city and there's a lot of fun stuff to do there. We went to a nice steakhouse, uh, went to some breweries. I think you can still smoke inside at the bars there. I, I we didn't go to any bars and I don't smoke, uh, but it's like the old <laughs> West, you know, and, and it was a fun atmosphere. They throw tortillas at you. Uh, you know, you get classic football thrown at you when your team starts to win. Uh, but I think this is going to be a big game for K-State. I think it's one of the two games currently on their schedule that they are uh, underdog in. So if K-State wants to go back to uh, Arlington, uh, this is the one they have to have. Um, so that's where I'm at. Before we move on to the next one, this show is also sponsored by Charlie Hustle. Now, I don't know how many Texas Tech fans or Texas or Baylor uh, or any of these Southwestern conferences, old Southwest conference schools listen to the show, but Charlie Hustle is doing their college road show this year, dropping new collections for all these Texas schools. Uh, I, I don't like to like them, um, but they're pretty stylish. Baylor has some pretty cool ones. And since Allen's on, there's some awesome KU stuff. Uh, there for Charlie Hustle as well. You guys already know how much I love the officially licensed K-State gear. 
the second it turns to September, the only thing I wear around my house are the Charlie Hustle sweatshirts. Not only do they have officially licensed K-State gear, they have the iconic Kansas City heart tees and some NIL stuff. Uh, you guys already saw it on Twitter. There's going to be a K-State offensive line shirt, the K-State beef, the man movers of Manhattan the man handlers of Manhattan, excuse me. That's coming out soon. And since it's August, that means another Charlie Hustle giveaway is coming. Keep your eyes peeled to Bosco's Boys Twitter account where we will announce our Charlie Hustle August giveaway. Alan, you have a couple Charlie Hustle shirts. Uh, I think I'm going to give you one for Christmas. Spoiler Ooh. alert. So, hey, All right. I'm looking forward to it. They have great gear, man. And, and yeah, I, they do. I, my favorite uh, shirt I wear on Sundays uh, during football season is a Charlie Hustle Arrowhead collection shirt. So they have all sorts of great gear over there. All right, let's go to week eight. This was one of my pillar games. I'm interested what where you're going because I know we're not going to the same one. Um, what 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 game are you going to on uh, week eight? Well, week eight, there's a the first one I kind of saw. I saw Texas at Houston. I thought that'd be a big one, just like kind of what you said earlier with uh, – like a big 12 opponent, Texas coming into Houston. I think it's going to be rocking for them. Um, this is the first time I got really mad because I did not see the game I wanted to because I needed to fill a game. And I'm not, I think I know where what you're doing. I'll wait to see after you say that, at least I think. But I'm going tech at BYU. This is crossing off the Texas Tech, um, going to BYU. I've been to Utah once before. It was about a year ago. I love it over there. It's a very cool place. So be able to see that experience, Um, just see what they can bring. And this is like, Kind of a like I said, I'm not big on tech. A mid-level Big 12 game. What is that environment going to be like for those type of games? Are they getting up just for the big opponents, or is it something where BYU can be pretty consistent? Yeah. So, spoiler alert: Whenever I see BYU, it will be a filler game for me as well, um, and it will be at BYU. I'll talk about that when I get there. This week is the number one game I don't get to see that I wanted to. I TCU at K-State. I think this is going to be uh, the game of the year in Bill Snyder Family Stadium. It's going to sell out probably before the end of August. There's less than 350 seats remaining before it's scattered singles only. I think that is going to be a massive game. Um, I wish I was going there, but I think probably the number two or number three. It, this is either the number two or number three game on my schedule. It is Texas at Houston. So this is the first time since 2001 Texas has ever, that since Texas has gone to Houston. So first time in over 20 years. And this will be the last time. There is no sure. chance the University of Texas ever plays another game at the University of Houston unless it's like the first round of the college football playoff. Uh, so this could be the only time this ever happens. They've only played like 30 times. Like they've played like twice since the Southwest conference, uh, fell apart. Um, they didn't play a lot back, like in the early 1900s. Um, Houston's going to have a chip on their shoulder. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of burnt orange in the stadium. Um, but if, if I had to pick a game that like, I would not be surprised if like a murder happened, it would be this one. Like, if you're picking, like, okay, where's the murder factor? This is the number one murder factor, uh, like, in the stands uh, of the season. So, wish I was going to K-State at uh, – or K-State versus TCU. Um, but this is the only Houston game I'm going to, so I couldn't switch it. 
but I do think that this is going to be one of the most unique atmospheres uh, in the Big 12 this year. I didn't. I thought you were definitely going TCU K State Big 12 rematch. That's why I mentioned Texas yeah. Texas Houston. Yeah. So so, so again, right. I, I I want to. And again, that's my number one. Like if I was power ranking games, I wanted to see regardless of the week. That might be number five on the entire season. Uh, but again, that that Texas Houston, it, it's something that we're never going to see again. K State's probably going to win a thousand Big Twelve football championships in the next thousand years. So I'm going to have opportunities to see us, you know, have a rematch of Big Twelve title games again. Uh, but that one's just too tough to pass up. I, I think that's going to be absolutely massive. Um, yeah. Let's get to Week Nine. This was my filler week. Um, I'm just going to say and get it out of the way. I'm going Cincinnati, Oklahoma State. Um, this is the only Cincinnati game I'm going to. I looked at a couple others, um, and I I don't actually really think Oklahoma State's going to be great this season either. I think this is going to be a pretty meh game, but I had to see Cincinnati. Not happy about it. This is like the game I am le- would least be excited to go see. Where are you going week nine? Yeah, week nine and week 11, you're going to see their fillers. It's just because of the other games I wanted to see. I couldn't, you know, move things around. So I'm going to ISU at Baylor. I'm going to Waco. Not not a game I'm excited for. Um, I do want to go to Waco at some point. I remember you went like early on in your college career. I think you were a freshman. So it's one of those things I want to make that trip at some point. But yeah, I'm not really excited for week nine. Yeah, it's freshman year. We like left at like three in the morning because it was like a 1 a.m. game and there was a rain delay. So we drove back through the night cause we weren't staying at a hotel. It was, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to tell some of the stories from the road from that one, <laughs> uh, because mom listens. So it's going to probably have to be another 10 years before I tell all those stories. Uh, <laughs> week, week 10, I, I imagine we're going to the same one. This was number one on my list. The final bedlam game. That's it. Bedlam. Yeah. Cause the thing with the sec, which is so annoying too. And I think they still do it. Aren't aren't the SEC like week tw- uh, thirteen games like against like just it's like a, a non con game right? It's like, like week eleven or twelve actually. Yeah, but yeah, it's and it, OU and Texas are never going to play the like they're never going to play anybody again, right? There's no way this happens. Yeah. I, I yeah, I don't I don't think it's ever going to happen. Like T like Texas put out a statement saying, "Oh, we will be open to scheduling games with uh you know Texas FBS schools." Well, first off, they said. FBS, not Power Five. So yeah, they're going to schedule Texas State and UTSA and UTEP. They're not going to te- schedule Texas Tech again, which is one I, I if, if that game. This is a spoiler alert. If that game was in Lubbock, I would one hundred percent be going to it. But they're not going to go to Texas Tech again. They're never going to play BYU, TCU, Houston. They're never going to do that again. And Oklahoma is never going to schedule Oklahoma State again. It, they're they're yeah. cowards. They're losers. I, I I hate it, and I hope this is going to be the number one game in the Big 12 that doesn't involve K-State that I will be having a rooting interest. If if this if that sports genie I talked about earlier came and said, "Hey Scott, you can guarantee one result that isn't a K State game for the entire year. What game are you choosing? I'm choosing Oklahoma State beating Oklahoma. I want that very badly for the Cowboys. Go Pokes! And they got I'm the at- last one. They they yeah. got the last one in Stillwater. I, I you know a part of me almost wishes Oklahoma would have already left so Oklahoma State could have had sure. that final one, but. 
I want to throw a take out here. I Let's think Oklahoma, Oklahoma's going to be the new Colorado in 10 years. They're going to look back and they're going to be like, God, we should not have, like, they're going to be a mid-level SEC team. That's I don't more think like, they're going to pre- That's more like Nebraska, well. right? Because Colorado has been like dog shit. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like, they're going to leave and regret it and want to come back. Like, I don't think Nebraska wants to leave or what Missouri I, wants to leave, but I think they're going to want to come back. I think if you gave Nebraska and Missouri like truth serum, they would say they want to come think they back. would? Yeah. Well, they won't though. They're gonna no, they won't. They won't. And, and Oklahoma won't either. They're, like, they're, it's yeah. not going to happen. There's too much greed. There's too much money involved. Um, they're not going to. But I, I, I don't know if I agree with you because even Brent Venables, who I think the jury's still out, he he had like a top five recruiting class. Like, I don't think they're going to be like dog shit. And here's the thing: it's with college football and with college basketball in modern day college sports you're just one good hire away from turning things around really quickly i mean it took david Beatty, or not david Beatty. huh shout out to david Beatty. it david took Beatty. uh lance leipold two years to get to a bowl game it took jerome tang one year to get to the elite eight uh things can turn around very quickly so even if venables sucks and can never figure it out they're capable of making a good hire i, think I hope they, they suck too, but- I think I the thing is, the, what is expectations though? If you go to, if Oklahoma goes to the SEC and they're eight and five, nine and four, like does an Oklahoma person see that as good? Like you're never making an SEC championship. No, that no, 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 they're not going to see that as good. I, I think they're yeah. capable of making it. I think that they are capable of looking more like LSU than Arkansas. Like I, I okay. think that they yeah. can do that. But at the end of the day, look at Arkansas. You know, they were winning Southwest Conference titles. They were, you know, competing, you know, top 15 when the Southwest Conference was around. They've had like what, like two years where they've made the SEC title. Yeah, uh, I, I just don't think they fit there. Um, and and I, I, I don't think that this is like an indictment of, oh, uh, you know, the, the Big 12 is so much worse than the SEC because I don't think that's the case, especially once you get to the middle and bottom of the conference. I, I think when you lose your identity, when you move away from your history, um, something is just lost. So I, I hope you're correct. Yeah. Um, let's move to week 11. I'm like you. This was a filler week. Um, filler. I'm I'm going Iowa State at BYU. Um to this point in the year, I haven't seen Iowa State or BYU. It's the only time I'm seeing BYU. Um, I mean, Provo looks cool. You're not going to yeah. be able to get a beer anywhere, uh, but you can inside the stadium get like a 24-inch maple long john donut that they call Cougar Tails. I mean, <laughs> sure, I'm going to lose all my teeth after I eat something like that, but I mean, that's kind of cool. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, it's a filler week for me. I'm going with you as well. Like I said, there's three weeks where it's just like I'm not super excited, and this is the second time I'm going to BYU. I might get an apartment, so I don't know. I'm going with you though. I mean, I went back to back weeks in Stillwater, so I'm just going to get yeah. an Airbnb uh, down in Stillwater. So, uh, yeah. and, and I think again, uh, I I would I would imagine that this is going to be three straight weeks we're going to the same game, week twelve. Sunflower Showdown, and this was the game I chose for my dream college football road trip. This is the uh, probably the number one game on K-State's schedule. When I've done this exercise in the past, like when I did the dream college football road trip the last two, three years, I have not chose K-State KU. 
This year I chose it because uh, I think that this will probably be one of the better atmospheres in Memorial Stadium. Uh, I think, you know, again, if you're looking as a K-State fan, as I'm looking at the trajectory of K-State and KU, if I'm trying to project out the next, you know, five years, I think this might be the best shot KU has in this game. You'll probably disagree. I'm sure you'd think that there will be years in the future that might be more likely, but I, I think that this is one where it could be up in the air. I think this is one where it could be, you know, similar to the Alex Delton game in uh, Manhattan where, Hey, it's in the fourth quarter and it's a one possession game. Cause there haven't been a lot of those, you know, in the last 20 years. So um, that's where I'm going. I'm, I'm going to David Booth Memorial stadium and I'm going to hope that you let me tailgate with you because there's some years you don't want to let me. <laughs> yeah. I'll be at the booth too. You already know that. Um, no, come to the tailgate. It'll be fun. Um, it's just kind of interesting when I look at this game because it's towards the end of the year. We're at week 12. So many things could happen before we even get to that moment. Um, but I agree. I think it'll be a good game. I like to think that games in the future will still be close or more up in the air, unlike you, but that's okay. Um, I didn't say they wouldn't be closer up in the air. I just, I think, I think that this one could be super close. And and again, it kind of depends on next year because I know there's a lot of seniors on KU's team. I know some of them can come back and not, but that one's in Manhattan. Uh, and, and you lose a lot of these guys that have really helped KU with that quick turnaround. That's why I think, hey, mate, like this might be the one. And I also don't think KU's going to win in Manhattan anytime soon. But again, uh, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I don't think I'll be wrong on this one. Um, I think I don't think Laura Kelly's ever going to give the Governor's Cup to KU. Uh, but again, <laughs> I've been wrong before. Um, when, yeah. I've talked about this a ton of you know how I view this game um, and the KU K State rivalry because of how we are brought up, uh, house divided family. Uh, in Topeka at Washburn Roll, the, the school we went to, I, I think you hear stories like from different parts of the state where, hey, like I grew up in my town and my high school is all K-State or is all KU. I felt like at Washburn Rule, at least when we were there, there's like a really good divide in KUK State weeks, whether it was football or even basketball, uh, the entire school kind of like clashed heads, you know, bumped heads, teachers versus teachers, students versus students students versus teachers, lots of trash talk, uh, you know, and again, we both know how the, the rivalry has gone most of our lives, you know, KU dominating football, K-State dominating in basketball, or, you know, KU dominating basketball, K-State in football. Yeah, I know. I'm all over the place. <laughs> uh, and I've talked about it at length, uh, you know, kind of how I view this rivalry, how I always view this game. What's it like from your perspective? Because it's even a different perspective for you, getting your undergrad at K-State, your postgraduate at KU, having a ton of your friends uh, be K State fans, um, you know what? What's it been like? What What is the KU K State rivalry like through your eyes? Well, I think it just started when we were younger. Obviously, you know that all your fans and the Bosco boys, boneheads, know that you know coming up with a split household. You know, mom being KU, dad being K State. You know, you had respect. I feel like at a very young age for both. But then when we hit that like turning point of whenever mid elementary it was, you're kind of like, wow, I don't when this game pops up, there's kind of like a little bit of hatred, you know, a little bit more energy that you just kind of feel. So um, I I love the rivalry. It's always fun to get your heart beating a little bit extra compared to some of those other games. And, you know, 
football for these past few years, you know, in some of these years where you're a little bit closer, you're like just right there. Cause it's kind of like how K-State was, you know, being KU in basketball like that, like when it first started happening more consistently or, you know, from time to time, it's like, we can just get over that hump just for the first time in so long since 2008 or nine or whatever, it's, or 2008, it would just be so much fun. And if it could happen in Lawrence in Memorial, it, yeah, I'm spending the night there. I'm getting a hotel celebrate the weekend strong but it's yeah Wait, it's so just, you are it's staying the night there or if we win gonna, oh, okay. oh if we if we lose i'm going home <laughs> see ya if we win we're shutting her down but i was like no, i was like that, that's ballsy uh so is it going to kind of feel like a weight has been lifted off your ku fandom when whenever it happens again again i i'm not predicting it to happen this year anytime soon uh but i'm also a k-state fan i i imagine for you, someone who has been riding with KU football forever, you know, I, as long as I can remember, uh, you know, even when you guys aren't winning games, you, you're watching the games, you're going there. Is it going to like feel like you just took off a backpack full of like 45 pound weights when it, when it eventually does happen? Oh yeah. I think if any KU fan wants to deny that they're wrong. Okay. It's a rivalry. It's a game that we haven't won in a long time. You know, we've only competed a handful of times. So it's just one of those things that when it happens, it's just like you can almost and I know it's a K-State podcast. Like if we won this year and I know K-State's still successful, you can almost like even look, depending on where the records are, the turn of the tide is Ron Prince back. I don't know. We'll see. But it, it's, it just would be exciting. It would just no, be exciting. For, for sure. And, I, and I, I love hearing that perspective. And I, I imagine some of the boneheads will. I think they like you better than Andy who comes on and represents KU uh, <laughs> on occasion. So I think they like you better than they like Andy. Uh, we'll wrap things up week 13. Um, again, like I said, if it was Texas, uh, Texas tech and Lubbock, I'd be going there, uh, but I'm Iowa state K state uh, to this, to how, how it uh, kind of laid out. I did. I had not seen a game in Manhattan based on this exercise final oh. game of the year. Uh, you know, I I'm hoping I'm hoping it's going to feel similar to that K-State KU game last year where a win there cements a second straight stri- uh second straight trip to Arlington. Um I'm hoping that's what it is. I hope it's, you know, back-to-back years and 3 out of 4 beating uh Iowa State. Uh Chris Kleiman really kind of asserting his dominance in that rivalry if you throw out uh the COVID year, which was a fake year anyways, doesn't count. Um <laughs> So if you win that one, it's kind of like business back, you know, business is restored back to business order restored all those uh, fun little talking points uh, to beat Iowa state. Um, So I'm going to Farmageddon for the final one. And what's your final game? What, before I say my game, what, what is the trophy that you want to call it? The I want the golden pecan pie. There we go. The golden pecan pie. Bring it back. For the longest time it was played around Thanksgiving last year was earlier in the season. Uh, and again, like if High V or Dylan sponsors it, like oh, they wheel out a bunch of pies, like in in the uh, you know end zone, and then you see you know uh, Cooper Beebe just like double fisting slices of pie, uh, <laughs> and Chris Kyman reluctantly accepting the golden pecan pie trophy. I think that would be fun, um, yeah. but it sounds like there's no interest uh, in that happening. And heck. K-State and Iowa State themselves, the universities, they don't formally acknowledge the name Farmageddon. Interesting. And they say it on TV. And TVs it's on do. TV. The referee last year said, I, I want to welcome everyone to Farmageddon. Yeah. Uh, and there's so much history there. It's it's the longest active, never interrupted series in college football. Yeah. I think I saw you tweet that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so th- yeah. that's where I'm going. It's going to be, I believe, the 110th all-time meeting, 110 games straight. Um, so I- I'm going to be there, uh, and hopefully we kick their ass. What's your final game of yeah. the Big 12 season? So I'm going back-to-back KU games, and this is what I said earlier in the podcast, that I'm actually going to this game with my wife, Andrea. It's KU at Cincinnati. I uh, wanted to hit one of the new Big 12 places. It's perfect. It's right after Thanksgiving. We'll head up there uh, on Black Friday, and then uh, – are you just flying or driving? We're driving. It's about 10 hours, I think, it's nine, 10 bad. hours, which not bad at all. I think 10's my max. Um, but as I look once again at the schedule, you know, it, that last six games are going to be pretty tough. So this could be one of those games where it's like, are we at five wins? Are we, you know, I'm hoping we're already at six wins, but this could be potentially for bull eligibility, potentially. So it's one of those games I want to be there, see one of the new Big 12 places. And like I said, timing, I'm a teacher, I coach basketball. Uh, Coach Prez, don't worry. I'll, I'll be back for practice on Sunday. But uh, just one of the – it's just perfect timing. So, I want to go there. And I'm actually going. So Yeah. Are you guys going to try Skyline Chili when you're there? I think you have to. Why not? I'm I don't not. think it looks that bad. I will not. Why not? I, there's, they, like, put cinnamon and, like, cocoa powder in their chili. Like, I weird. It's just like a – it's spaghetti's weird cousin. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. You're going to have to let me know uh, what <laughs> you think. You. Uh, what, if there was one game, if there was only one game you didn't get to see, what, what is the game you would have wanted to see? I think week two, Iowa at Iowa state's a big one. I think the rematch of the big 12, uh, championship game, TCU at KSU is a big one. I think those are the two that I'm like, all right, those are, if I could get those back or different weeks, I'd pick those. Chauncey. (laughs) Chauncey heard something and it woke him up from his nap. Uh, so yeah, uh, those are good ones. I think K-State uh, TC is the one I wish. So uh, through this exercise, you and I are going to the same place seven times. So seven wow. out of 13 out of tra- traveling together and including weeks 10, 11, and 12, five and six and two and three. So we'll get to travel together uh, quite go. a bit for this exercise. So uh, Alan, I'm, I'm glad we got you back on the pod. Um, tell the boneheads anything you'd like. I uh, just want to thank you guys um, for being loyal supporters to my brother's podcast. Um, love the boneheads. I know sometimes Scott and you guys don't say the nicest things about KU fans, but that's okay. We, we put that away. To, we put that away today, and we just celebrate a very fun uh, college Big Twelve road trip together. Honestly, you're you're the you and mom are good KU fans. Mom's always good. You're good like 51 weeks out of the year. KU K State football week. It's not a fun week. Yeah, you don't you don't <laughs> even want me sitting on the same side of the stadium as you. Yeah, I'm so. not nice when the game when the game goes. I know, I agree. <laughs> but usually we we take at least one like when when the game's in Lawrence, we'll take one picture together and send it to mom. Yeah, Andrew. And I'm thinking that last year. Well, last year the weather was awful. Well, yeah. So last year, Dad didn't go. So I I went to Manhattan Brewing Company. Shout out, happiest place in America, Manhattan Brewing Company. Your new favorite beers on tap, just waiting for you. Um, so I went there with like Matt and a couple other people. Dad didn't go, so I didn't see you before the game. Yeah. Um, I typically, ever since I've been going with Dad, we we don't tailgate a ton, so I usually only see you before the games in Lawrence. Yeah, because we went last year, but it was just the weather was awful because we just walked from our house because it was close enough, but it was wet. It was not fun. Yeah. I so here's fun. a better weather this year. Yeah. Yeah, I know you had fun. 
<laughs> well, that's all we have. Uh, thank you to Alan. Thank you to Charlie Hustle, Vintage Made Fresh. Check out charliehustle.com. Get yourself, hey, it's a stripe out for the first game. Get yourself either a new purple or white shirt. Um, if you're a Big 12 fan listening to this, hey, they have all sorts of Big 12 schools. Check them out as well. Check out Manhattan Brewing Company. If your local liquor store doesn't have it, politely yet firmly ask them to start carrying the four packs. Remember, Townie Wheat is going to be, again, for the second straight year, the tailgate beer of the summer. Get in there. They have actually raspberry Townie Wheat on tap. So uh, get into Manhattan and try that before it's gone. Thank you to Alan. Uh, shout out to Shout out to all the boneheads. Uh, but that's all we have. So for Chauncey, for Alan, for our parents, because I'm sure they enjoyed listening to this one. We love you guys and go cats. Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit, wildcat in fight. to see onward forever hail victory bottom 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 fight you can't stay wildcats for alma mater fights glory in the combat for the purple and the white faithful to our colors we will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. You can't stay wildcats for all my mother. Fight, 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 fight. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Go stay. Network.